hey, does this mole look weird? Have you heard this story about the Seattle hockey fan who was at a game last fall, was sitting right behind the Canucks bench, and noticed a weird-looking mole on the Canucks assistant equipment manager's neck. This uh, fan was uh, is studying to be a doctor, so she holds up her cell phone with a message on it against the glass that says, hey, that, that mole looks weird. You should probably have that checked. Initially, he ignores it, but then he has the team doctor look at it, and it was a malignant melanoma. Brian Hamilton says that that fan essentially pulled him out of a slow-burning fire and possibly saved his life. The Melanoma Network of Canada has launched a fundraiser and educational campaign this month all about the risks of sun exposure, even in the winter. And I'm very thrilled to be part of the Seven Summits Challenge. Uh, more details on how you can join in, either snowshoeing, walking, or riding the equivalent of the height of the world's seven highest mountains. That's coming right up. That event begins today and uh, wraps up at the end of the month with a, an event near Collingwood. More details in just a second. But first, let's talk about protecting yourself and identifying a weird mole. Not all of us have ho hockey fans that can tell us maybe you should have that thing looked at. Dr. Julia Carroll is a dermatologist at Compass Dermatology in Toronto. Dr. Carroll, welcome to the program. Thank you so much, Alan. And we're so excited you could be part of our Seven Summits Challenge. It's it's so great to raise some awareness about this, especially in, in the wintertime when we, you know, we don't think about sunscreen or anything like that. But should we be thinking about that even though it's cold outside? Well, you know, Canadians do tend to put their sunscreen away with their bathing suits, but the real fact is that year-round sun safety is important. The ultraviolet A rays, which are the ones that go deep into the skin, are consistent all year long. So while you may not burn, those rays are still coming, coming at you. So whether you're outdoors or they even come through car windows, or if you're sitting working from home in your studio, maybe, all that ultraviolet A light is still getting through and damaging your skin. So sunscreen is important all year long. Let's talk about moles and, you know, those of us of a certain age, <laughs> we're always wondering, like, is this, is this weird? Does this thing this look normal? Weird? Can, you, <laughs> can we talk about A, B, C, D, E and how that applies? Absolutely. So as dermatologists, we try to make it easy for people to check their own skin because the majority of melanomas are found by uh, people themselves or a family member, or I guess if you're lucky enough to be on the hockey bench, someone can find it for you. But uh, so we're looking at A, which is asymmetry. Does one half of the mole look like the other? If not, that can be a concern. B is for the border. So melanomas tend to have a fuzzy border with the color looking like it's leaking out, not well-defined. C is for color, getting darker or changing colors. D is for diameter. We typically say if the mole is smaller than the end of a pencil eraser, then that's fine. Anything bigger than that warrants a look. And then E is for evolution. So just anything that's changing, um, a mole that looks different than any of your other moles, those are the types of changes that you want to bring to the attention of your dermatologist or your family doctor. Now, this is something that I have some experience with and a lot of awareness about because my father in the 80s had a melanoma discovered on his back and I was yeah. very fortunate you know very fortunate that he was proactive about it didn't do I think what a whole lot of guys would do which is like right. well, I'm not going to the doctor about this <laughs> so he went and he had it removed and and, and he was, he's fine um, but how what does that do to my risk level 
So generally melanoma, there are specific melanomas that run in families, but typically the most common cause of melanoma is uh, sun exposure. So, you know, if you have had a family history, we certainly note that in the chart and we do, uh, you know, pay a little bit closer attention and maybe see people more frequently, but generally the population's highest risk for getting melanoma comes from their sun, their exposure to the sun. Right. And, and, and so it's the number of bad sunburns you've had. Is it before the age of 18? Is that what does it? Certainly that's one of the factors is bad sunburns before the, before the age of 18, but any sunburn at all can increase your risk of not just melanoma, but skin cancer in general. And there's other things we look at, like the number of moles somebody has, especially if they have atypical moles that are called dysplastic nevi. So if someone has a lot of weird looking moles, um, they're at higher risk. People that tend to have lighter skin color, someone with blue eyes, red or blonde hair, those people are all at higher risk for developing melanomas. I talked about my dad and, and what happened with him all those years ago. I, I'm assuming the, the treatment and how we deal with it has changed. So if you, if you have something that looks weird and comes up on that A, B, C, D, E list, what happens next? So the first thing is to go have it seen by a physician. And if that physician um, is a dermatologist and they will look at it with something called a dermatoscope, which is just a special light that we use that's polarized and magnified and it helps us see some of the structures that are a little bit deeper in the skin. And then based on what we see and the history that we take from you, if we're concerned, then we will typically remove the mole or if it's a big mole, a portion of the mole and then send it off to the pathologist and they took, take a look at it to see if indeed it is a melanoma or another type of skin cancer. And then if it is a melanoma, um, then the next step would be to go in and remove it entirely. And then depending on, on how deep it is, we may go further and look at lymph nodes um, and do some scans. But you know, if the majority of melanomas are caught early, then it's usually just a simple excision and then monitoring going forward, which is why it's really important to go back to those ABCDs because the sooner we catch it, the, uh, the better the person's chances are at surviving. Yeah, the survival numbers for early detection are quite remarkable. Yeah, they're excellent. Uh, over 90%, 95% um, if it's caught early. Dr. Carroll, about this uh, this fundraiser, the Seven Summits Snowshoe Challenge, why is it important to raise awareness, especially in February, about this? Well, I think it's, you know, just like putting on seatbelts uh, is habit when you get into a car, we want to instill, um, you know, sun protection behaviors uh, into Canadians' lives all year long. And so we thought this was a great opportunity to get some people out of the house, um, raise awareness for melanoma, and just remind Canadians that indeed you do still need to protect yourself from the sun, even in the deepest, darkest winter days. Dr. Carroll, great to talk to you. Thank you so much. Very much appreciated. Be well. Be well. That is Dr. Julia Carroll, who's a dermatologist at Compass Dermatology in Toronto. All right, as promised, how can you participate? Go to sevensummits.ca.